0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A solar storm is a-coming. In fact, one has already slammed into the Earth, a solar flare. uh, Slammed into the Pacific Ocean yesterday. Uh, We're just finding this out now. Uh, If you're listening live, today is the 23rd of January, 2024. They believe that we are going to get hit with another one today (laughs) oh okay no problems does that mean that i won't be able to figure out who won my mega millions because there's a drawing tonight for 262 million and uh, i'd like to be able to you know take a shot at that but uh we don't know okay we just know that uh the solar storm, the geomagnetic storm watch. Uh, They are monitoring two large solar flares that ejected from the sun, both left on Sunday, the first hitting over the Pacific on Monday. The second one is projected to make contact on Tuesday. Doesn't say where. Uh, Despite the cosmic uh, proportions of the event, uh, (laughs) uh, Noah said citizens shouldn't be concerned. Some minor inconveniences could occur, such as, well, a minor power grid interruption, or, you know, an impact on radios, aviation communication, and satellite operations. That's it. (laughs) The possibility of the storm disrupting the power grid was, uh, like, 60%. Oh, Okay, so if by you know by the time you're listening to this, we may have already been hit. We just we don't know. Uh, on the brighter side, I guess they're talking about it's going to create some great auras that you'll be able to see in Wyoming, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine. That seems like a large area, so we should not worry about the coronal mass ejections. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I know they're medium-sized solar storms, and we're not supposed to worry about it, but I hope that we're prepared to deal with the minor interruptions uh, on radios, aviation communication, and satellite operations. I sure hope that we're able to deal with it. And I guess if you're listening to this right now, we have dealt with it. But it doesn't give a time, so it still could happen uh, by the time this podcast, this show, uh, releases. For those of you that, you know, don't listen live. Welcome! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) Could you give up your smartphone for a month? Well... Uh, This company, uh, Siggy, is uh, saying, hey, give it a shot. It's a digital detox program. Now, they're calling it a new kind of dry January. Uh, Instead of uh, abstaining from alcohol for a month, they're challenging you to ditch your smartphone. However, looking at the rules, it's not January that you're going to go dry in. Uh, You can enter the contest Uh, Until the 31st of January, 2024, at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. You must be 18 years or older. Other restrictions apply. Ten winners will be contacted via email. Uh, For official rules, I can visit this link and it will tell me all the rules. And it's a digital detox contest, your eligibility, your application of rules, the contest period. Uh, begins uh, on January 17th. See, this is the, what I don't understand. Okay, so the contest period is the 17th through the 31st, and that's the contest period for you being chosen. Okay, but it doesn't say when I have to go and be without my smartphone. I guess it's after they contact you. They will uh, have a selection of contest winners on or about February 15th of 2024. Ten potential winners will be selected from all eligible entries by a panel of five judges as chosen by Siggy's and under the supervision of Siggy's using the weighted judging criteria outlined. All right, so you uh, have to enter, and if you get chosen then you're good to go and you could win $10,000. So $10,000 for a month without your smartphone. You do get a lockbox for your smartphone. You get a... They go ahead and give you a smartphone to use to make phone calls. You get a prepaid one, a month talk and text mobile device plan with a SIM card and three month supply of Siggy's yogurt equal to 65.3 ounce single serve cups. So the total... Uh, winnings is uh well for all ten it's a hundred and eleven thousand five hundred and ninety thousand but for you know a single winner it's what $10,000, hundred ten thousand uh one hundred ten thousand two hundred dollars something like that pretty close uh so uh good good luck <laughs> uh good luck i I could do it I believe I could do it uh man it would be it would be difficult though because I use my phone for a lot of stuff and that's everybody's excuse, right? You use it for, oh I use it for everything. I do use it for work and it would be very difficult for me to do without my smartphone. But for 30 days, $10,000, that may be worth it. That very well may be worth it because I think I could do it. I think I could do it for 30 days. So, anyway, you could check it out and see if you could enter. You know, you got to you got to write an essay and they picked the best essay and uh, with your essay is going to be judged with the, on the following criteria. How clear is the explanation contained in the essay of how the participant will use the time during the digital detox to live a simpler life? Understanding that less sets you free. Also means less time spent on far- smartphones could lead to a more rewarding and free life. Okay, so that's 70% of your of your essay. 20% of the essay is going to be judged on creativity and originality and 10% is going to be judged on the participant's authentic expression in the essay of commitment to the challenge of living for a month without a smartphone. So, good luck and if you win then they'll tell you hey, here's your stuff and you have to go a month from right now. That's Siggy's digital detox program. (laughs) Uh, Good luck. Now, I know it's not as you know, they're going to pick 10 people, so you still have an opportunity. I I know, I saw where Applebee's, we talked about the Applebee's date night card. And uh, you get the $200 of the subscription pass for the weekly date night. And I, the headlines all say it's sold out in minutes. I know, I, I don't know that I talked about it on the air when I talked about the Applebee's date night. But, I mean, all these... Uh, Things that you have to sign up for, starting at a certain time. Man, it is a luck of the draw to get there. I figured they would be all sold out, and they were. And I got hollered at. I got an email, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. Uh, from John who said uh, on advice of my CTF counsel, I visited the, visited the Applebee's site for the $200 date night card bookmarked the page refreshed it repeatedly starting Monday at 11.57 Eastern at 12 I got services on available message page would not load at 12.02 card was sold out uh, so all of he blames the CTF listeners and he says no hard feelings but I kind of feel like there is Uh, John I kind of feel like you were mad at me look I just told you about the event that's you know what you guys do with it I mean that's on you (laughs) so many of you logged on and bookmarked the page that you just couldn't get to it and they claim that it sold out in minutes yeah uh, less I mean minutes like two minutes so I'm sorry Uh, you know I'm I'm not apologizing for Applebee's Applebee's most definitely there wouldn't be any kind of freaky thing going on with Applebee's, right? They wouldn't have just lied. No, 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 it sold out, right? Of course it did, of course it did. Real soap, old school, hand poured, made from scratch. Old school means the soap cleans while moisturizing in a way most commercial bars simply don't. And that is uh, by design. Uh, By the way, most people who buy soap from the store don't even realize what it's doing to their skin. Store-bought soap will get you clean, but while it's doing it, it's also drying out your skin. And then, of course, you have to keep buying products like lotions and uh, skin softeners made by, I don't know, the same company that you bought the stuff that's drying out your skin. (laughs) It's just... Amazing. Soap doesn't do that when it's made the right way with goat's milk. That's what Quinn Pittman discovered when he first started learning about soap. And he's been making it the right way ever since. If you want your skin to be clean, but also to retain its moisture, you need goat soap. And you'll want Quinn's goat soap. Quinn and his family, very proud of their product. And they want you to know about it. And uh, good for Quinn. Uh, I mean, he uh, is—he's done amazing things. He is actually uh, titled uh, the Goat King uh, by this very broadcast. Uh, He's done something most kids his age would or maybe not even couldn't do: started a business. And uh, I've been using the soap. My uh, wife's grandkids have been using the soap, and they love it. So check them out. Go to qpgoatsoap.com. Use the offer code jeffy j e f f y get 10% off the total order qpgoatsoap.com offer code jeffy it's actually incredible raw goat milk makes the soap uh creamy and soft with a rich sudsy lather all the essential proteins and nutrients are preserved in the goat milk soap and delivered in a finished bar of real soap it's uh Really a fantastic product. Go to QPGoatSoap.com. Use the offer code Jeffy. Don't forget to use that for 10% off your total order. QPGoatSoap.com. Did you see what happened in Los Angeles over the weekend? Those Something horrible happened in Los Angeles. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's Los Angeles, so who cares? But it's illegal, and it needs to stop. (laughs) There were reports of a non-stop fireworks show. I mean, it, there were reports of nonstop fireworks. Um, it did stop, actually. It's not still ongoing, so it's not a non-stop show. Anyway, around 10.45 p.m., dozens of social media users posting videos uh, questioning the incident. I watched one video that was 45 seconds long. It was awesome. All these fireworks going off. Uh, and get this, uh, people uh, in the area, uh, the display woke up hundreds of people. Oh, no. Uh, Doors and windows were shaking. Oh, no. As these powerful explosives continued. Now, Central Division is investigating the massive illegal fireworks show. Yeah, okay. Now, they posted on X, we ask our stakeholders in the area to please contact us with surveillance video. Hey, watch the videos online. People were posting it, okay? That's all you need to do. You, know, you have stakeholders in downtown LA. How's that working out for you? Because the nonstop fireworks show, I don't know, lasted three to five minutes. So it really wasn't a nonstop fireworks show. Uh, so far, though, police has said that uh, no one has come forward to claim responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that was us. Uh, yeah, we did that. Uh, Well, they're hopeful that surveillance camera footage from the surrounding area will point them in the necessary direction. I mean, I'm guessing that if you watch the fireworks videos online, if you know the area, you'd say, okay, those came from there, those came from there. But I, you know I'm not a police officer so I don't know how investigations work uh, they do say this was coordinated and planned er, really you think and there have been no reports of injuries stemming from the incident so let's let's get out there and investigate we got nothing else to worry about in Los Angeles but uh, groups shooting off fireworks on a Sunday night that weren't allocated by the government man do I hate those people? Why, stakeholders can you help no we don't have any information no one's come forward oh no oh no it was a non-stop firework event so be careful out there <laughs> it's just silly all right let's go to the break room i need uh, something cold to drink desperately <laughs> So, the great Gerard Depardieu, uh, <laughs> the uh, the sexual assault complaint filed against the French actor um, has now been uh, discarded. Yeah, it's dismissed due to the statute of limitations. Yes, yeah, sorry, we can't get to that. It's too long. Now, there are other complaints against the old Gerard Depardieu. Uh, the, I mean, there were 13 other women who accused him of sexual misconduct in an investigation story that ran uh, in April of last year. Um, some Spanish journalist said she filed an official complaint against the actor in Spain after being allegedly assaulted during an interview in Paris in 1995, which is way beyond the 20-year limitation in France. Anyway... Prosecutor's office added that besides that, there are no other women to this day whose testimonies uh, as part of the investigation has given new elements to the judge. And uh, he's not been convicted of any uh, crime uh, or any connection to any allegations that denies any wrongdoing. Yeah, hello. Um, so there's been quite a bit of, uh, you know, quite a bit of bad talk about the great Gerard Depardieu. I know, I know. I wouldn't have figured that he would have been uh, that loved, but he is—he's the one. In the documentary, it shows raw footage of the actor making sexually inappropriate and obscene jokes. You bastard! And uh, how dare you make uh, inappropriate and obscene jokes, including one about a child riding a pony? I don't know that joke. I have to find out what that joke is. I'm gonna find, uh, maybe take a look at the documentary. Uh, The footage caused an uproar. And so the uh, culture minister at the time said that, uh, ooh, Depardieu's Legion of Honor would be scrapped. And uh, Emmanuel Macron, the president, said, whoa, whoa, hold on there, uh, Abdul, and that's his name, Abdul Malik, Uh, you spoke too quickly. And uh, I am an admirer of Depardieu, and he's keeping his... (laughs) He's keeping the Legion of Honor. Okay, that's Gerard Depardieu. He's our guy. Not long after that, Abdul was replaced as, with a new Culture Minister. <laughs> I'm sure it was just a coincidence. Don't be mad bad mouthing the great Gerard Depardieu in France. You hear me? <laughs> so we had uh, we had the Razzies that were the nominations uh come out last night and then today we have the oscars uh coming out so the razzies uh gave uh expendables four uh with seven nominations chris evans and jennifer lopez i guess could suffer the ignobility of being awarded worst actor and actress for the razzies uh, the worst shows. One, A couple of the... And we can go down the list later of the 44th Razzie nominations. Uh, Sylvester Stallone has the most Razzies of any actor with 10. I bet you that hurts. Aerosmith, uh, uh, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing from Armageddon, the documentary, was nominated uh, with both a Razzie for the worst original song and an Oscar for Best Original Song. And Alan Mencken, this is a fun fact I did not know. And I love this fun fact. So Alan Menken, the composer of some of your favorite Disney songs, and he's Mr. EGOT. He is the only person, the only person who has a REGOT. <laughs> so he's got an Emmy a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony, and a Razzie. That is impressive. That's impressive. So then we have the Oscars. Uh, Oppenheimer uh, had uh, 13 Oscar nominations uh, this morning. Uh, The fantasy film Poor Things uh, starring Emma Stone had 11 nominations. And the Martin Scorsese drama Killers of the Flower Moon got 10 nominations. Now, I really wanted, I do want to see that Uh, but that's with what's his face and what's his face and I just it's going to be difficult for me to sit through it well not to sit through it's going to be difficult for me to actually just sit down and watch it and then once I'm in it, you know once you're in it you're in it, that's a a quote you can't quote me on that Uh, once you're in it, you're in it so DiCaprio uh, is one of the big stars and uh, Robert Dujanero and Niro was nominated too for like best helper actor. I think the Oscars call it best actor in a supporting role. <laughs> uh, American Fiction, Sterling K. Brown, uh, Douche Nero, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, Mark Ruffalo, poor things. Oh, please don't give it to Mark Ruffalo. Please, please you know, for all that is good and holy, do not let Mark Ruffalo or Douche Nero win. Uh, I know Barbie got eight nominations, but please, whatever you do, do not give uh, Mark Ruffalo an Oscar. It's bad enough he was nominated. So the Best Picture uh, nominations, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro Oppenheimer. Gotta go to Oppenheimer. Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, I mean, if we give it to that, then they're gonna give it to Dush and maybe they give it to the Best Picture, and then they don't give it to anyone else. Although Lily Gladstone uh, won uh, the, I think the Golden Globe, uh, and the, so she will probably get the Oscar for Best Actress in a leading role. Wonder why that would be? Oh, because she did a great job. That's why. It had nothing to do with that she's indigenous people. No, it had nothing to do with that. Stop. Stop. Don't even think that it was because of the great job that she did. Wow, are you... <laughs> you are not right thinking like that. And so, you know, we could go down. The Best Cinematography, Best International Film. We'll get to all of those at some point. But congratulations to all the Oscar nominees. Of course, you know, no one... Do we care? I mean, I do. I kind of do. But it's going to take place on March 10th. On uh, ABC, Jimmy Kimmel will be hosting it, so we'll see if they can revive some of the numbers. And they made it earlier, an earlier start time. Started at 7 p.m. Eastern, which uh, they are hoping to grab, uh, you know, more of the East Coast audience and uh, saying, hey, West Coast, we're going to start a little bit earlier. Get over it. So we'll see what happens to the 96th edition of the Oscars. Network television has got to start uh, shaking in their boots just a little bit. You know, we talked about the ratings of the NFL uh, over the past year on the streaming platforms. And it was a matter of time. I mean, the other streaming platforms are all looking to get into live sports. Well, specifically the NFL. But uh, the, the Netflix has now struck a deal with WWE to move Monday Night Raw... On Netflix, beginning in 2025, five hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> they that's a pretty that's a pretty good deal. Five hundred million a year, ten years. Now, I guess Netflix has the option to opt out after the initial five years and uh, to extend it to an additional ten years but uh, man that is a lot of money in, in comparison all right WWE's current 5 year deal for raw with NBC universal is worth about 250 to 260 million dollars a year almost double almost double is what they're getting now that is incredible <laughs> everybody's just excited about the deal now the deal with uh USA network ends in October of this year. And the deal with Netflix doesn't begin until January, I think. So in October, November, December of this year, I guess they're looking to put it somewhere else. Or, you know, maybe they just put it up on YouTube, uh, you know, some other YouTube channel. If you want uh, WWE, you can air it on the Chewing the Fat uh, with Jeff Fisher YouTube channel. I'm happy. I'm happy to air it uh, live on the chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher YouTube channel you know just you know what I, you know what I would not even charge you I'll just do it for nothing that's because I I'm a, that's because I'm a nice guy <laughs> well all right we'll work out some kind of deal oh you thought I was gonna pay you no 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 to use my YouTube page chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher yeah that's gonna cost you okay maybe I'll just air it on my on my ex at jeffy JFR maybe I'll just do that uh, you know and you can pay me for that. No, I'm not paying you. Well, you can pay me for that, all right? Maybe I'll just air it uh, on my Instagram Live or my Facebook page, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Or, you know, Instagram and Facebook, both Jeff Fisher Radio. I could just air it there and just run it live. You can pay me for that as well. I'm not going to pay you. No, I know you guys are doing great over there at WWE Raw, but uh, Monday Night Raw. But, uh, you know, maybe just air it on my channels. That'd be great, okay? <laughs> I see where... I got to figure out something. Uh, I see where Mr. Beast, Jimmy Donaldson, uh, better, you know, Mr. Mr. Beast, he posted his full-length video on X, okay? It earned him, in this story too, it says, formerly known as Twitter, uh, earned him $263,655. Just for his X post, I've got to, uh, I got to get Twitter blue. I'm verified on a Twitter blue, I've got to get X blue. Uh, I'm verified on X, but I don't have the blue account, so I don't think I can share live stuff. I got to figure out how that works because if Mr. Beast is getting hundreds of thousands of dollars, I mean, I could probably get, you know, two or three bucks. <music> Who died today who died today well let's start with norman Jewison at 97 he's the canadian director behind uh, films including the heat of the night fiddler on the roof moonstruck some you know some tremendous movies uh norman was 97 years old and everybody loved him and he was a frequent oscar nominee Toronto native, was known for stirring up controversy with his introspective films, and uh, no uh, no cause of death was uh, immediately available. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking, but it doesn't say that. So, rest in peace, Norman Jewison at the age of 97. Then we have Dexter Scott King, younger son of Martin Luther King Jr., Uh, dead at the age of 62. He uh, is the son of, uh, as I said, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. He died uh, Monday battling prostate cancer. Very sad. Uh, He was was, uh, at his home in Malibu, California, and he died peacefully in his sleep. Dexter Scott King, dead at the age of 62. Then we have three men, 38 year old ricky johnson 36 year old Clayton mcginney and the 37 year old david harrington dead frozen to death now they went to their friend's house to watch the last kansas city chiefs game uh in missouri okay so then i guess they went home and they walked out the back door but they never even made it to their cars or their home they froze to death in the backyard wow okay so a lawyer for the man whose three friends were found frozen to death behind his home after they had watched the chiefs game together said uh uh, we he doesn't know anything and uh we don't know what's going on uh my client had absolutely nothing to do with the deaths uh we don't know about it he does not know the timing or the manner of the deaths, nor does he know how or when they exited his house wait He had no knowledge that they remained in his backyard or that they needed medical attention. Had he known, he certainly would have called for help. The last time he saw them was when they left his house and he went to bed. Wait. Okay, so the last time he saw them was when they they left the house and he went to bed, but he does not know how or when they exited his house. Okay, but he saw them when they left the house. Anyway, uh, police went to Willis's home after a woman engaged to Magini, the 36 year old, uh, couldn't get a hold of him. And uh, she... <laughs> uh, no one answered the door. So she went to the residence and the, she reportedly broke into the home's basement when no one answered and called police after she found a body on the back porch. The homeowner... Said I didn't hear the woman knocking at the door because I was sleeping. I had sleep with earbuds on and a fan on. At well, he's got earbuds on. I mean, he had to have been listening to Chewing the Fat. And uh, he was cooperative with police when they arrived. Police said there's no obvious signs of foul play in the deaths. They're waiting for the results of an autopsy on the three men. The homeowner has not been charged. Uh, he's unaware how the friends died. And like the rest of us, he's anxiously awaiting for the results of the aut- autopsy and the toxicology report. How does that? That is amazing. I mean, it must be a pretty big home. Uh, if he doesn't know how they left, he said goodbye to him and then he went to bed, but he doesn't know when they left the residence or how they left the residence. Okay, I, I, whatever, whatever. And then they just They froze to death in his backyard. I mean, it was cold. Right? I mean, players for... I mean, there's some cold times in Missouri in the last few weeks. It's been cold everywhere. We're in a polar vortex, by the way. But holy cow. Now, if it, if it was just an accident, we'll just assume that it, it was a, a horrible accident. Rest in peace, Ricky Johnson, Clayton McGinney, and David Harrington. Please. I mean, frozen to death. What a horrible way to go. Uh, in your friend's backyard and maybe he put the headphones on and maybe he put the fan on and there one guy's banging on the back door <laughs> and he didn't hear him oh my gosh but I don't know how that happens I don't know how that happens the whole thing is really sad it will be interesting to see the toxicology reports though won't it? okay since we're in uh, you know the who died today segment this is a brush with who died today i was informed that yesterday in our who died today segment i obviously said goodbye to sean Bar- barber who died at the age of 29 apparently he had fallen ill and had been experiencing poor health for some time uh he then you know died from medical complications Okay. Well, apparently yesterday I said she. I was calling Sean a she. So, I don't know if I... I I guess I should apologize. I don't know that I want to because... I don't know what Sean identified as. And you know what? If you can identify as a male or female, why can't I identify you how I want? So... (laughs) So... If I could ask Sean what he or she identifies as, or was, did, I would, but I can't, because he's dead, or she's dead. So rest in peace, Sean Barber, and no matter what you identified as, uh, rest in peace. And it looks like the highway signs that we talked about uh, last week, the ban on humor and pop culture references on the changeable message signs, I guess those aren't completely banned. Apparently, the Federal Highway Administration, uh, you know, wants you to know that hey, we're not totally humorless, uh huh, because we did notice uh, that, uh, you know, what happened. What's the difference between a uh, thriving country and a communist country? As smiles and laughter and humor. So the agency recently sparked uh, all kinds of disappointment. Yeah, because they said uh, in their new guidelines that we couldn't have the funny signs on the electronic signs on the highway. We can't just have a sign saying, uh, uh, hey, I'm just a sign asking a driver to use turn signals. Yeah, we can't use jokes like that. However, uh, the Federal Highway Administration Clarified that it didn't intend an outright prohibition on being funny and was only seeking to rein in signs that may confuse or distract. Oh, but really what they did was ban humorless signs i don't care what you intended to do that's not what was done so now we're gonna have signs that are humor and somebody's gonna complain saying oh that's too funny we've got to call the federal highway administration so the humor is gone no matter what now very sad very sad have always wanted a hyperbaric chamber always always I knew it was good uh, you know people who uh, want to heal and feel better have the hyperbaric chambers and now we find out that breathing the pure oxygen for at least 90 minutes a day can be as effective as Viagra for treating impotence I mean that's just a bonus right uh, men who had treatment had an average of 50% improvement in their erectile dysfunction, or I'm sorry, their erectile function. And uh, the efforts from one month of treatment lasted up to 18 months. So come out. <laughs> Nine out of ten men with ED have at least one underlying physical cause, such as heart disease, diabetes, or taking certain medications, including high blood pressure and depression, which can cause blood vessels applying to the man part uh, to narrow, uh, resulting in insufficient blood for an uh, 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 hello man part. So uh, I, and it's usually treated with the, the Viagra, and uh, that's not good and that's not suitable for all men however now with this new study by urologists at Izmir Bozayaka training and research hospital and I love Izmir Bozayaka training and research hospital in Turkey they published in the journal of international urology and nephrology and man I (laughs) there is nothing I like more than uh, you know flipping through the old journal of International Urology and Nephrology. Uh, this study involved one hundred men. One group were treated with oxygen, another group were given uh, tadophil. Right, tadalafil daily for a month, and a third group had no treatment. Men in the oxygen group were seated in hyperbaric chambers, similar to how they used. I mean, you know what a hyperbaric chamber is, and I, I you know, you, there's there's large ones that uh, some hospitals use for healing, uh, for wound care, and you can have their single and smaller hyperbaric chambers as well. Uh, I always wanted a hyperbaric chamber i said that earlier right I, th- I think it was always a really good thing for humans to have the oxygen and now it's proving true now it's proving true uh according to this however uh it's not according to and i'm sure this has to do with the viagra people with the uh to d- t- d- l- uh it's not clear how hyperbaric oxygen therapy helps ED. One theory is that extra oxygen encourages new blood vessels to grow, supplying the man part with more blood. Ta 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 I am a new man part. <laughs> that is awesome. So if you have an opportunity to hop in the old hyperbaric chamber, hop in, cause it is not. It's not a bad thing. Oh, you're breathing oxygen? Yes, I'm breathing oxygen. Okay, I'm in the hyperbaric chamber now, because normal air is 21 percent oxygen, 78 percent nitrogen, and small amounts of other gases. So when you get into that oxygen group and you're getting 100 percent oxygen, that cannot be bad for you, can it? And even if there is some side effects, I'm willing to take the risk So if a company that makes hyperbaric chambers would like to have a chewing the fat sponsorship <laughs> for their hyperbaric chambers, I'm all in. email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com All right so let's uh, let's do the joke of the day and get on out of here shall we so I'm be as the, the joke of the day I actually loL at this okay so I'm in a bar. And two very large women with accents are sitting across from me. I say, Cool accents. Are you two ladies from Scotland? One of them yells, It's Wales, you idiot. I said, Okay. Are you two Wales from Scotland? I don't remember much after that. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is to see, he. They said they were from Wales, and he believed that they were. Ah, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Wales, you idiot.